Hello and welcome to We're Watching Stuff, a movie and TV show podcast. We talk about movies in and out of theaters, as well as the occasional TV show. You can find all of our content on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and social medias like Facebook and Twitter. We're always looking for co-hosts, so please send us an email at we'rewatchingstuff at gmail.com or a private message. Now back to the action. We are your hosts, Corbin and Nicole Wilkins. I'm going to start off by apologizing. It's a nice day out. The windows are open, so the birds are chirping, and the neighbors are doing construction work. It's springtime in Colorado. Yep. <laughs> I also have a a fumbly pop filter, so I apologize if I fumble for a few minutes. Fumble your pop. But recently it was 420. That means Colorado got high all day from morning to the next day <laughs> so we decided to talk about a few movies that had that were powerfully weed based i would say and written by the same people mm-hmm. uh so pineapple express will not be the first one but pineapple express is the second one and the first one is called your highness which is written and directed by the same people except one person seth rogan wrote pineapple express and danny mcbride wrote your highness but Danny McBride was in Pineapple Express. And Seth, Seth Rogen, Rogen was not. Was not in Your Highness. I bet he could have voiced that perverted wizard in Your Highness. Though. Oh my god. <clears throat> Nicole was not fond of that movie. I mean, Pineapple Express we love, but Your Highness Nicole is not happy about. I'm okay with it because it's just freaking ridiculous. I could probably go the rest of my life without watching Your Highness again. But like what I love about it is it's that stoner pothead humor on medieval times it even has a freaking what's his name lannister yeah lannister from game of thrones game of thrones what's his name why it's not Tyrion. lannister Tyrion. Tyrion. right the daddy the main boss papa Uh, lannister yeah papa lannister he's the king in this one and his sons are james franco and danny mcbride and James Franco is pretty much, you know, Fabius, the sh- the knight in shining armor. Yeah, yeah. Fabius. <laughs> so the he's... name is pretty self-explanatory. And he's pretty much just the goofball stoner. Uh, but like the the older brother, the <laughs> prince of like he's like Prince Charming. Yeah, basically. Oh, yeah. James Franco. Yeah. yeah. And Danny McBride is just the the fat, lazy uh, why can't you be lazy. more like your brother yeah why can't you be more like your brother kind of character and that's a bummer part you know because i don't wish that upon anyone but still like he's such a brat about he it and it's kind it. of hilarious yeah, yeah. it's kind of like the role was just meant for him and obviously since danny mcbride he wrote, wrote it, it right <laughs> but it's funny that uh, that he wrote and then he wrote himself but i was reading that uh there wasn't any scripts on set. Like they read it like to rehearse their lines, but they weren't allowed to have scripts on set. So if they forgot something, they would improvise. Like I feel like that's lines. why there were a lot of smiles on James Franco's end. But I think the Franco brothers are just infamous for their, their, their grin, cheesy smiles. Right? Yeah. I love those guys. Me too. Those guys are a treasure. Oh my God. 
Uh, James Franco and his brother Dave. I don't. We'll go back to James. I wish Dave was in it. He would have made sense if he was in it for a part. Um, anyway, I guess while I'm talking about James Franco, Danny McBride, um, there's another female, two females that everyone know, Natalie Portman and Zoe Deschanel, um, Charles Dance, which is the Lannister, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Justin Thoreau, and he was recently on, shit, what was it? Well, we talked about Ninjago, and he was Garvadon. Oh, he was Garvadon. Yeah, and Ninjago. And yeah. Ninjago. So there's another reason. If you love this, I don't. I love this guy. It's he's so, a perfect voice because he's like the perfect brat, you know. Right. <laughs> anyway, um, I liked him better as Garvadon. Yeah, and then uh, Danny McBride had a a gesture squire named Courtney. Uh, named Courtney, and his name is Rasmus. What is that? Herdiker. Hardiker, 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 Rasmus Hardiker, which is funny because the Rasmus is the name of a band in Finland. I wonder if he's Finnish. <clears throat> Doubt it. Anyway, directed by the same as same director as Pineapple Express, David Gordon Green. Did I say that all right? David Gordon Green. That sounds right. <laughs> and uh, the writers for this were Ben Best and Danny McBride. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave this movie a twenty-eight percent, which I can see how well they, deserved. I can see how they got to that. I give it a or no, I don't. The audience gave it a thirty four percent. Nicole gave it like a thirty. A thirty percent. I wanted to give it a fifty percent because it's still background movie for me. I can watch it and be like, ha <laughs> there are stupid there is stupid shit in this movie. Like he gets he takes a trophy from a creature he beasts. A centaur. And it just hap- so happens to be his penis. Because so he, he couldn't cut off the horn. So he cut off his dick. So he cut off the centaur's penis. and, and No, wore- not the centaur. The minotaur. The God. minotaur. Sorry. The minotaur's penis and wore it around his neck for the remainder of the movie. So yeah, it was gross. <laughs> just- but I mean, apart from that, it was still fun and ridiculous and stone stoner fun, you know? Like, I literally feel like I don't have anything nice to say (laughs) (laughs) like i mean yeah it has like it's funny moments but it's funny because it's stupid not because it's like clever right i guess uh, we i mean we told you everything else about what (laughs) this movie's not about though so the movie's about um his brother comes uh fabius uh danny mcbride uh, no. no james franco's character comes home and uh he brings a fair maiden that he rescues and he plans on marrying and james franco asks his brother danny mcbride (laughs) to be his best man and you know they have a brotherly moment Uh, anyway the wedding gets interrupted by a wizard who comes and takes his prize back for a virgin ritual where if he does the ritual he will impregnate her and a dragon will emerge yeah right yeah and (laughs) this is like alternate game of thrones it's so ridiculous story but it's awesome. And so they go on an adventure, a quest. Uh, Danny McBride's first quest to becoming a man, basically. And uh, <clears throat> they're going to go fight the wizard, stop the ritual, and save uh, Fabius's lover, which is Zoe Deschanel. And they meet a few people along the way and a few enemies and stuff like that. Belladonna. Belladonna? Belladonna. <laughs> it's funny. They cast like... It, this gets ridiculous. They like cast like a cock craving spell on her <laughs> and she's just like <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever 
And I don't get why wish, you don't find that shit funny. <laughs> I wish you guys could just see my face. I'm just shaking my head. I mean, I shook my head 90% of the movie. I'm just it's shaking. fun background. But if you don't care for that kind of humor, obviously stay away from your highness. But I if still you can't. don't mind or don't care about that humor, you just like a good laugh once in a while, I think you can watch it just fine. I feel like, A, if you were stoned, you'd probably would think it was funny. And B, I still can't believe we went to theaters to see this. Yeah. Oh, like we yeah. paid money to go see it. I honestly keep forgetting we saw this in theaters. How long ago? Oh, this came out in... 2011. April 8th, 2011. So that means we must have saw it within that week and seen it. But saw it? Seen it? We seed it. We seed it that weekend. <laughs> and yeah, from what I can remember, we sat in the front row, but there was only like there, two what? groups of... Like, Two groups of, two couples, two couple groups, and like a back row of three teenagers or whatever. It wasn't a packed theater. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say. Anyway, I don't know. If you're, if you're a big fan of like that old 90s stoner humor shit, this is one of those movies with a medieval twist. You know, like put Pineapple Express in A Knight's Tale. That's what this movie is. That's exactly what it is. Okay. Yeah. I guess you have so, your... Fair. If you like that garbage, watch it. If you if you don't like it, just stay away. But I I don't mind that stuff and it's fun. I it's a so time I gave killer. it a fifty, so it's a halfway point, you know. Yeah. Not in a negative or a positive, but in a like I will never like never watch if someone's like, I really want to watch it, I'll watch it. Like yeah. the reason why we watched it was because Todd never watched it, so I was like, All right, let's watch it because I think you might enjoy a little bit of it. A little bit. <laughs> I think Adam would like it a lot more. But I can wait to watch it again. <laughs> Another like eight years? <laughs> no, no. All right. And yeah, I think I did the ratings. Is there any trivia? I can give you some trivia. So uh, <clears throat> James Franco, he took sword training for nine months before filming. That's awesome. Yeah. I love James Franco so much. Uh, Natalie Portman said that she only did this movie because there was uncertainty if Black Swan would get funded Hmm. or greenlit, I guess. So she signed on to do this movie just for the money. And then um, Black Swan got greenlit and Natalie Portman got stuck doing the film. So she already (laughs) signed it. So I feel like if it would have got greenlit before she signed, she probably wouldn't have signed. Well... I think who could have played her character would have been Olivia Munn. I could see that. Yep. See? It's easy to place her right into it. Uh, James Franco plays Danny McBride's older brother, but in real life, Franco is younger than Danny McBride. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Um, So, in the movie, during the wedding between... Fabius and Belladonna, they sing to each other. Yeah. And obviously, Zoe Deschanel can actually sing. Yeah, she's an actual singer. Yes. And James Franco, I don't know if he can't sing or he like... <laughs> if he fucked it all up on purpose. Yeah, but his <laughs> singing vow to... Ooh, singing vow to Zoe was like horrible. Yeah. Horribly like... Very, you know, pitchy and off-key. But yeah. completely appropriate and hilarious and perfect. So I have no complaints. <laughs> Why don't you find that shit hilarious like I do? <laughs> I don't <laughs> Come know. On. I don't know. <laughs> it's it was so bad, but like you could see in his face that he meant every word. 
Um, they so there was also talk of Natalie Portman's character getting her own spinoff movie, but since uh, the she movie, didn't like being she didn't the, want to. She didn't want to be in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> So Makes that sense. would never happen. And this came out the same year that Game of Thrones started. Hmm. 2000 is what it said. For real. So nice. Tywin Lannister. Tywin, not Tyrion. Tywin. 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 Oh, okay. Tyrion no, I said Tyrion. Tyrion. That's a different game. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> That's Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Whoops. Wrong, <laughs> wrong realms. Um, but yeah, it was shot. In the summer of 2009 and concluded in October of 2009. So it was like, huh. did they take editing like a year and a half? Or did, were they sitting on it for They're a little while? They probably sitting on it for a while. <laughs> we don't know when to release this. Just just release it, man. Just do it, man. <laughs> like, just put it out there. That's funny. And that's literally like every single piece of trivia that's on IMDb. Okay. All right. So that means we're going to move on to the next one. And it's the oh-so-famous the oh-so-popular, the oh-so-favorited by everyone, stoners and non-stoners. If you like a good comedy, like, this is has the good comedy people. Freaking Pineapple Express. Pineapple Express. Like, this is insane. It's, I, I okay, I just want to say, like, it's, it's insane how amazingly popular it is. It's, like... I remember seeing this in theaters, and this came out... When is it? August 6, 2008. I was Dang, 18. Me too. I remember when this came into theaters. I went to theaters with uh, two friends and their dad had to buy their ticket because they were underage. I'm trying to remember if I saw this one in theaters. I know I saw Superbad <coughs> in theaters, oh, which has Superbad. similar people. Superbad like... is fine, but it's definitely not one of my favorite movies. Yeah, no. I would give it a lower rating. I'm not a fan of that humor. Um, I th- The awkwardness of that show. Anyway, it's, Pineapple yeah. Express. It's a good movie. It's yes. like the classic of this James Franco generation. literally put a label on stoners, I think on himself too, but I'd never label him as a stoner. I just label him as James Franco. Well, yeah. But he made like the greatest drug dealer ever, I guess. It's just like he's so happy, so positive. Nothing can phase him no yeah. matter how mean Seth Rogen's character got to him. He was just like, I'm happy to be here, man. And I'm just like, James Franco. I'm so glad I dipped my pen in your ink. <laughs> yes. That's one of the the friendship quotes he says to him later on. Um, so this movie is about a stoner who, a, pro, a stoner process server. Uh-huh. I remember that because that's how he says it to him in the movie. Yeah. Um, and he goes and serves papers to people who have court summons or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? And... Uh, he's a stoner, so he goes and picks up weed from his uh, his drug dealer, which is James Franco. And James Franco gives him, gives him a weed called Pineapple Express that has not hit the streets yet, and only those two and the and the grower of it know its existence. So he goes to process. Uh, uh, Seth Rogen gets the weed. He goes to process uh, process a, a a guy, Ted. <laughs> Ted. Yeah, yeah, Ted. He goes to process a guy named Ted. And this guy, Ted, shoots a... Cop. A cop? Or... No. No, the cop. Ted she and a cop, cop shoots a, uh, a spy. And yeah. he witnesses it, throws his roach out the window and leaves. With Pineapple Express in it. With Pineapple Express in it. So the guy he was going to go serve is the guy who made Pineapple Express. Yeah. So... 
He, he, he smelled the roach and he knew it was Pineapple Express, so he knew immediately who to go to. So this causes a whole series of events where his guys go out looking for Seth Rogen. But Seth Rogen goes to James Franco and the two of them flee in a, pa- in a stoner panic, park in the middle of nowhere. Get right? super baked. Get and super, like... ba- super baked. Their car battery dies. They try to find a way back into town. These They're uh, just Ted's like... people finally catch up, up to them, you know guns blazing all this stoner randomness and then like they get in a fight with each other because you know there has to be some conflict there's got to be some sort of conflict and then they get super stoned and say you know what like let's go fuck this place up let's go find our friend and uh show kill ted you know for the most part yeah and they all go in guns blazing stoner hide that's about the gist of it pretty much yeah. without i mean going ted in. is a you know like a weed lord basically yeah and, um, he's at war with the was it the chinese yeah who and also he's got a few cops on his payrolls drugs. as yeah. well yeah um yeah i think one of, on the against the chinese i think one of them was bobby lee and, and uh, ken jong yeah yeah. And I know one of the, other, the the dad of the group i know him too but i can't remember i'm gonna i'm gonna have to watch it again I mean, we just watched it, but we need to watch know, it again. I know, I know, I mean, I'd be down. Right. I mean, that movie's, I don't know. Like I said, it's a classic. And it has, Everyone like, knows this movie. Everyone loves this movie for the most part. But you have to be able to like stoner comedy goofiness. Yeah. Because it involves, you know, it also like, it trails, man. Like he goes to his girlfriend's house. His girlfriend is in high school. Uh, and so it gets, it's like a big deal in some parts. Yeah. Uh, her parents don't like him, but he involves her in this shit. So they've got to go and hide, you know, and yeah, they go and hide and then they get lost. It's just, yeah. But there's also like Craig Robinson is in this movie. Right. Craig Robinson. Uh, Gary Cole. Mm-hmm. Joe uh, Lotruglio. Danny McBride. Danny McBride is, uh, is James Franco's drug dealer for the most part and danny mcbride gets it from gary cole yeah bill <laughs> haters gary cole in it is yeah the very beginning who's oh bill haters he's that's right item nine item <laughs> <laughs> yes he's right in the intro he's the best part of it um kevin corrigan is bloodnovsky <laughs> blood Budofsky. amber hard is his girlfriend and then rosie perez is a uh, the cop is the cop that works with the drug lord um the movie got 68 from rotten tomatoes 73 from users and we just give it an overall 90 because it's a classic that's a classic you know it's I dig it's it. just amazing and people like it's so cool our, our kids that aren't even born or planned yet <laughs> born 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 or planned yet are just gonna like oh yeah pineapple express like it's like they're gonna be talking about it like dazed and confused right yeah like that's awesome yeah. That's so cool. Or even like, I don't know, what's a, I mean, I know that like Vacation isn't a stoner comedy, but it's like an iconic comedy yeah, from yeah, like that's the what 80s. I meant. Yeah. yeah. Well, the director's, the direct, it was directed by David Gordon Green from Your Highness as well. Previously. Uh, and the writers were Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg. So the writers were different for each, but the director was the same. And then it was directed by Judd Apatow. Or... Not directed. Story. A little bit of story. Oh, a little bit of story? Yeah. That's cool. All right. I think that's it for our movies. Oh, you got trivia? There's lots of trivia I can read. You want me to to read it? Pick a few of them. Pick a few. 
So Seth Rogen originally wrote the part of Saul, the drug dealer, James Franco, for himself, but mm. realized that James Franco would be much better at that character. <laughs> they, that switch was perfect. <laughs> James Franco line, it smells like God's vagina, <laughs> was actually originally improvised by Seth Rogen, and James Franco told him it wasn't funny, and then he used it in the next take. <laughs> That's when you know you're working with your, like, best friends. That's awesome. I'm going to put that movie on again, like, just because knowing this trivia, I want to laugh harder. Yeah. The diner scene at the very end was not in the script, and it was improvised by everybody that was in the diner. (laughs) I think you can tell if you watch the unedited one, they ramble on forever, and you're like, shut up. like. What the fuck? This is the first marijuana-themed comedy to gross over $100 million worldwide. Yeah, see, like I said, like, it's going to be a classic. It's a classic. Right? Seth Rogen rolled every joint and cross-joint himself. (laughs) Of course he did. Um, And today, because, like, this movie came out 11 years ago. Wow. 11 years ago. And Seth Rogen is now, like, famous for his pot pot comedies and pot humors and just weed in general like his instagram is him showing how he rolls his joints like it's awesome yeah any other good trivia um saul's grandmother was not a part of the original script but james franco came up with the part suggesting that it'd be (laughs) funny for his drug dealer character to have a bubby (laughs) to have a bubby (laughs) that's awesome makes me happy right i love james franco oh my god Um, Rosie Perez, the Uh girl cop, convinced uh, David Gordon Green to cut most of her dialogue in order to make her seem more crooked. Okay. Which is kind of cool. That's cool, yeah. Yeah, she was a good crooked cop. Yeah. I I did finger quotes. I don't know if anyone saw that. (laughs) Nicole saw it. You guys didn't. (laughs) When the red Slurpee saw spills all over the windshield... Yeah. of the cop car was darkened in the trailer after it was discovered that the audiences were mistaking it for, for blood. blood. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if it was blood. Oh my God. <laughs> that's what they thought though. Like that's the best part. They're, like, they're super high and they're like, Oh my God. And they just start speeding. Through oh my them. God. <laughs> um, movie. Seth Rogen had to practice yoga to be more limber <laughs> for the more physical scenes in the movie. <laughs> I wonder if he stuck with it. That's awesome. So cool. The word fuck and its derivatives are said more, are said 180 times. (laughs) Who goes through and counts that? (laughs) Bored people. I think the most like, the part that still gets me and I kind of got to look away for is he gets his ear tip shot off. And then he fumbles with it and he tries to put uh, it back into place. Right. I'm like, uh. I would just be ignoring it. Like, I would just be, no, no, run away. This is ridiculous. Let's go. Oh, my God. I would not be able to handle my ear trunk being off. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's that's about it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Let's hop into our trailer park really quick then. All right. So the trailer park. We're going to get deep down to the cuteness really quick. And then into the nerdness. But you know what? They're both nerdness. I can hear you clicking on your keyboard. Well, we got a new Detective Pikachu trailer out because none of us can get enough of it. Seriously, I can't get enough. 
keep I'm, releasing more, I'm fine with it. Right. I'm like, I'm okay with these Detective Pikachu trailers. Right. I know all gens being out now. All the new Endgame trailers, not so happy about. I'm not happy about the Endgame trailers. We'll talk about that at a different time, though. Spoiler alert. Game is, Jesus. Or that's coming out soon, just so you know. Yeah. But Detective Pikachu. Detective Pikachu, it was a wonderful world, music playing in the background, and basically just, you know, them traveling, Pokemon and noises. And like being like, <laughs> I just, I didn't think, I, I think got Psyduck, like. I think Psyduck is like, I got you, buddy. And yeah. I'm just like, yay, because Psyduck is awesome. I was like kind of mad because I watched it on Ryan Reynolds' Instagram. So it was like in a whole bunch of clips. Oh, yeah. And like that song was playing in the background and it was like all these clips. And I was like, how dare you make me emotional? <laughs> like, right? No. They all look, they all look decently well. You know, obviously they look completely cgi'd but they also look clayed and like sculpted it's dope i really i'm i'm i enjoy it they're doing a good job bringing it to live action may just need to talk about that one in like another pokemon cartoon movie just so we can pokemon pokemon episode yeah i'd be down so this comes out may 10th we got like three weeks ish Hmm. two weeks ish two weeks ish yeah i'm excited me too hellboy and detective pikachu we're gonna go see Hellboy tomorrow, but we can we can save talking about it until Pikachu comes out, right? I mean, whatever works out. Let's There's do it. It'll be funny. <laughs> a metric shit ton of movies coming out this summer. Yeah. Like, we're gonna be busy. We gonna be busy watching stuff. <laughs> <clears throat> and then the next one is just a teaser. I wish I could play the music, but I bet we'd get in trouble. So uh, we finally got a teaser for Star Wars Episode Nine. Rise of Skywalker. That's the name of it. Honestly, thought it was going to be something completely different, but I guess that's fine. It's straight to the point. Yeah. I mean. I wonder who's a Skywalker. <laughs> well, Cause, well, cause, well, Ben is solo, right? Yeah, but Leia's, Leia's going to die at some oh, point yeah. because. She's not alive. Or, anymore. I mean, I guess they can retire everyone because I think they're done with these characters after the end of Nine. We do have a few Star Wars episodes being planned, but those will come at a later date because yeah. there's way too many of them. Being not the huge, like, Star Wars... I mean, I lo- enjoy and like Star Wars, but, like, the laugh at the very end of the trailer, I didn't know who it was right off the bat. I think... And sorry if it's a spoiler. It's of a trailer. Times. It's a trailer. It's a teaser. Yeah. But we're all guessing it's Senator Palpatine. Yeah. I, th- I think that's what the internet thinks, too. Yeah. So, clearly, Emperor I, Palpatine, Senator. God, look at me. Mr. Mr. President. Oh, <laughs> Just <God>. kidding. <laughs> President Palpatine. Oh, God. That's basically what we have right now. Anyway, right? Palpatine's you guys bad. What I mean. So, shit's getting crazy in the Star Wars world, and we can't wait. We'll be able to talk about that soon, though. But that Detective comes out. P- oh, yeah. When does that come out? December 20th. So, it's like a Christmas ish. Yeah. It, That's around the same time that. They usually uh, come out. Yeah. Or Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings comes out in November is usually. Wow. Hobbits and stuff. Are they not, doing not any? Uh, I think they're thinking about one spinoff, but honestly, I don't know. They're like, they're <clears> not going to like reboot it, are they? Doubt it. They shouldn't. Yeah. It's a good one. But no, they shouldn't at all. But yeah, Detective Pikachu, I'm excited for. Basically, I think what they're doing is making it kind of like the game. Like a game where... You, you pick your Pokemon, you travel around, you find these other Pokemon. I bet you they're going to show you how to catch them. I would what hope so. What it looks so. like catching them. 
Um, he's, you know, he's probably going to become a trainer. But this trailer just showed them wandering around, you know, hurt, sad. And it was sad looking, but it looked incredible. So I'm excited. Yeah, and, there's a little bit of emotion in there. Yeah. Do you think... So, like, when a Pokemon is inside a Pokeball, do you think they're, like, crushed in there? Or do you think they, no. like, shrink down to size and it's, like, a I house? I think they shrink down to size and it's, like, like padding, like a tube that they sit in. Like a little bed? Yeah. But it doesn't have, like, a kitchen and living room. And I don't think so. That'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I mean. They've got to mention it at some point. Right. So, I guess so we'll I can see. picture it either way, like. Like on Harry Potter when they like do the tent and you like walk in and it's like oh, okay. a mansion. Yeah. But that inside of Pokeball or I can picture them like squished. Right. In there like this. Yeah. The whole time. All right. Well, we're going to go watch some more stuff and I think we're going to go watch some stuff with a friend. Yeah. We'll talk about that in the next episode. Whip, whip. I don't know what that noise was. I'm sorry. Gosh, you're so lame. We'll <sighs> see you later. Bye.